Welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Cerigliano. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of In Progress. I'm your host, Michael Cerigliano, with special guest and professional musician, Marco Cerigliano. How are you doing today, Marco? Beautiful. Loving my life. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. And now you're, like, so stressed out. Mm-hmm. Stoicism is just like, all right, where's the broom? Like, you're already thinking of the solution. Exactly. That's why stoicism is goaded, you know? What, what, um, obviously with you learning about and studying all these different religions and, um, what would they be called? Uh, spiritual practices? Yeah. Yeah. Of them all, which one do you, and obviously this is going to be a very difficult thing to answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Mm-hmm. Which one do you resonate with the most? Which that was practice him. or which? That you was said Taoism? Really? Yeah, it was, it was so easy to answer. What, a, what, what about Taoism attracts you to that rather than any of the other? Obviously, you implement other ones, but what makes that one that definitive one? Um, hmm. That's a harder question. What makes Taoism? Taoism resonates with me the most because it talks about um, expressing love and accepting everybody and the chaos versus order. Like, I feel like if, um, let's say, if the symbol for Christianity is the cross and the symbol for Judaism is that uh, triangular star, mm-hmm. or is it the Star of David, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so, like, let's say these are the symbols for the religions. Mm-hmm. Taoism will be the yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Which I have like I have the ring of the yin and yang. I have yin yang tattooed on me, mm-hmm. and the yin yang is cool because it's like, it's it's half of it is chaos, and it's like two koi fish swimming in a, in a circle, mm-hmm. and half of it is chaos, that other is order, and then in that chaos is a little bit of order, and in the order is a little bit of chaos. It's about balance in life yeah. and understanding that there has to be bad to be good. Yeah, and so that's what life is. That's why I love Taoism. It's it's no. No, no stories or whatever, no made-up stories about... It's just, it's just what it is. And it's like accepting that in life there is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But you find the good in that. There's always good in that. If everything was good in life, the world would be chaotic. Absolutely. If everything was good and, like, cool, there would be so much chaos because you're used to everything being perfect that if one thing goes wrong, mm-hmm. everything gets fucked. Absolutely. And if everything was fucked all the time and, like, then there was that good... There's just that little bit of good that happens. It's like, okay, that's like that's such a dramatic event because we're used to shit all the time. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know how to accept the good. Yeah, it's like, it's it, it's insane. So that's how this world is. There's so much good. There's so much bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's how life is as well. Like we each experience it on different timelines. But like life is like a roller coaster. And there's like, and it's even like how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like so like some days you'll feel like insanely good about yourself and some days you'll feel like less good about yourself yeah. and that's through the <clears throat> events that happens as, as well like um, I won the lottery on this day so I felt really good I had good luck yeah. I talked to that I, I talked to that girl over there and got a really good response N- the next day like mm, I did a scratch off and I lost the lottery and I talked to that girl over there and she was like oh like, get away from me and I was like damn now my day's gonna be shit and it's like so you experience the ebb and flow and that's and that's uh, from external as well mm-hmm. And the thing about Taoism that I love so much Is it's It's such a love yourself uh, Way of thinking And practice mm-hmm. and, and, and the Wu Wei got me as well in Taoism The, the flow state and talking about Like truly in, Engulfing yourself in Whatever you're doing Like It's the purest form of, of whatever it is yeah. In the Tao Te Ching there's so many So many sections of that book which is like the Bible for Taoism. Mm-hmm. And the Tao Te Ching, there's, there's, in the Tao Te Ching, there's so many sections in the book that they say such powerful things that can translate to other areas and aspects of your life. And um, Like what? Let me think. I'll put you on the spot. Yeah, man. you put me on the spot Don't so worry hard. About that. I know. I have, uh, <laughs> I, have it, I, I have them, I have them all like, I have them all highlighted in my, in my Tao Te Ching, like the little chapters. But, uh, like, what's an example of something, like, real world, current day, that would be an example of a teaching of Taoism? Um, let me think. Like, for example, uh, if you do something to me mm. that makes me feel bad, me not holding a grudge against you. Mm. Like, if you do something to me, like, let's say, like, you spit on my 
on my shirt or whatever yeah. and you spit on me me being like like me me forgiving you immediately it's not me holding resentment or a grudge mm -hmm. it's me Taoism <coughs> is also living truly in the moment mm -hmm. so it's like it's 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 not me getting mad at you for doing that because that already happened and that's not who you are mm -hmm. so I have to forgive you and people debate me on that all the time I'll talk to people about that and they'll be like like okay so I can spit on you right now and then you forgive me and it's like because I'm not that person anymore right and it's like yes and no but it's like mostly yes if you do that, I that's not who you are, right? Mm -hmm. You did that based off an action, and it's like you talk about it and you learn from it. But that's like an example of of Taoism. It's like you are greater than the than the situation itself. Mm -hmm. It's all about self love as well. So yeah, just like that's a real life example of of the approach of Taoism and the loving approach. And and in, in, in the Tao Te Ching, they talk about the way they the way they use like they don't use he as the primary uh, what would you call it? Pronoun? Yeah, primary pronoun. They use he and she. Like, the, they. Like, it's... it's Interchangeable. Actually, yeah, it's really modern, actually. Like, not that I'm thinking about it, but... Most books, they'll say, he is the, he is not... A man shall, like, in the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's notorious mm. for saying, <clears throat> a man will realize his true potential. A man realizes a worthy ideal and works towards it. Mm -hmm. What about a woman, like... Yeah, exactly. It just didn't turn, like, as time went on, even then, too, but, like, as, it didn't age well. Mm -hmm. All of it's exactly. true, but imagine being a girl reading that book and being like, damn, so this is not for me, huh? Yeah, you have to basically either translate it to be like, yeah. okay, it's just a man every single time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's like the acceptance and just the peacefulness and the whole, <laughs> it sounds so whack, but the whole vibe of it, the whole vibe of Taoism is just, it, it's extremely calming and peaceful and the stories in there by Lao Tzu, it's like, it's just, that's how I feel like if everybody operated based on that, the world would be so peaceful. And it's not a religion. It's not like there's this thing that we worship. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just being a genuine good person and expressing love mm -hmm. and expressing gratitude and, and truly being in the current moment. And I don't know, that, that stuck to me the most powerfully. And it ties into Taoism, ties into Zen Buddhism very well. As well, um, Zen Buddhism is that like Ellen Watts is one of my favorite philosophers. Yeah, and he's he's a student of both of those, Taoism and Zen Buddhism. Mm -hmm. How I got turned on to both of those, and Zen Buddhism also talks about the the mindful walking and that that whole approach to life of the present, being present, and um, they tell stories about the Buddha. The Buddha is the figure of Buddhism, but. Mm -hmm. He's not like Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins and we and we pray to you. Buddha was just another person, you know. Really? Buddha, yeah, Buddha was just another person who practiced Buddhism to the to the to the T of it. Mm -hmm. So we try to be. I don't know if it's we try to be like Buddha or we try to be the best version of ourselves. But regardless, it's all the same. Buddha mastered it, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, and and that story about somebody spitting on you. And then coming back the next day, that's that's a story of the Buddha. One day, Buddha was sitting with his followers or whatever, his like people who were on tapped into that, tapped into the Buddhism, and tapped into that whole way of thinking. They were on that wave, or they saw him and they wanted to follow him and and tap into it. Mm -hmm. And so they're all sitting and mindfully just meditating in the park, relaxing. And somebody walks up. This guy walks up. I forgot who it is or whatever, but he walks up to Buddha. And he's like, whatever he said, I don't know if he talks shit, he spits on Buddha. Mm -hmm. And then walks away. And then goes home and thinks about how he just spat on the Buddha. And like he feels bad about it. And the next day, they're back meditating in the park. And goes up to Buddha and goes, and goes Buddha, I'm sorry, for, I'm, I'm sorry for spitting on you. I'm sorry for what I did. Why are you apologizing? Well, because I spit on you. Right, but you didn't spit on me. You from yesterday spat on me. You're a different person today. Mm -hmm. And just that way of thinking Like imagine <coughs> if everybody thought like that Buddha doesn't hold a grudge Yeah exactly Right you don't hold a grudge You yesterday spat on me You were in a mindset to spit on me Whatever That's not who you are today And that's what I tell a lot of my friends who uh, Let's say they, they, they're holding a grudge against a specific person And it's like okay well why don't you like that person Oh because they did this thing three years ago Okay they did that thing three years ago That long ago Yeah 
okay, well, think about how much you've changed in the past week, right? Exactly. You learned, let's say, like, you learned that story about the Buddha, mm-hmm. uh, like, yesterday. That, that changed the way you think and approach life. And that was just, like, a day ago, mm-hmm. a week ago, whatever. This person did this one thing that made you mad three years ago, and you're still holding a grudge? Give them a chance. Call them up. Meet up with them. Okay. They call up. They meet up. They get to talking. And then as you're talking to them, and you're actually empathetic and you're understanding who they are as a human being, you get to be like, hmm, what the fuck? Like, who is this person? Like, you're, 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 you're cool as fuck. Or you're putting on a good front. We'll see. But mm-hmm. you're not who you used to be. You're a completely different person. I sense more love coming off of you. I sense more positivity. You're, you're in a better space now. Yeah. You're no longer this toxic, negative person that, that you were. Mm-hmm. So who somebody is is not who they were. People are constantly changing. You're not who you were a month ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not who I was a month ago, maybe even a day ago. Right. We change so rapidly mm-hmm. that it's like holding grudges is just... <laughs> I, I, among the many things I study, I study uh, the book of Satan, Satanism. Mm-hmm. And it's like in, in that religion or that study, holding grudges and getting revenge is a part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's how most people operate who are even Christians or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you, you really... You low-key are operating on Satanism because you want, oh, you deserve you deserve this because you did this to somebody. It's like, how are you, wait, hold on. What? I mean, historically speaking, if you look at the history of religions, they've always operated that way. Like Hammurabi's Code kind of thing? That, and I mean, even if you're, you're going to go back into the Crusades, right? So Christianity, Catholicism. Okay. They literally went to war and killed people because they weren't following the same religion. Mm. So they, because they weren't following the same religion, they deserve to die because they weren't, they weren't in tune with the same religion. Yeah. So you now, be, I, we have to get revenge for God for you not believing in our religion. So, I mean, day one, for the majority of mainstream religions, there's a level of violence and animosity that is the backbone to these religions. So, I mean, Satanism is probably, I don't know what's older, but Satanism saying that, I mean, that's in every religion. I mean, I mean, you, you look at televangelists and shit like that, these people that preach on TV, a lot of them are huge pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. A lot, I mean, like, yeah. Joe, I mean, a prime example, when I was living in Texas, there was just a shit ton of Joe Osteen hate because he lived in Houston. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, I mean, the dude's got millions of dollars buys brand new Ferraris, lives in a mansion. And when the hurricane hit, he wouldn't open up his church to people who were seeking shelter. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Where it's like, I feel like in the religions that you're preaching, or well, not preaching, but like studying and talking Mm -hmm. about, that's not, that's a non-factor. Where it's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that my interaction with this human being is the best it possibly can be exactly. coming from a place of love yeah. as opposed to a place of how is this going to benefit me? Yeah. that's That ties into not even a religion, but when you said doing the best that I can do or being the best that I can be for this interaction, yeah. that's tying into another goaded book, like The Power of Now we've talked about, yeah. which is one of the greatest books of all time by mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle, Power of Now. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. One of the four agreements is do your best and then I thought of it on small terms and it's like mm, do your best alright so like you know we're doing the podcast we, we do our best okay like you, you you edit the podcast you do your best editing but it's like it, it, it translates onto much a small onto a much smaller scale than just performing at your best practicing at your best and every little interaction as well mm-hmm. like this conversation if, if I don't leave this conversation if you don't leave this conversation and we both learned so much from it and we have a lot to reflect upon ourselves and the other person. Mm-hmm. And we grow and we learn a lot of things about ourselves and the other person mm-hmm. from this interaction. If that doesn't happen, like, I don't even want to talk to you. Like, if we can't have a conversation and grow each, like, each grow from the conversation, why are we even talking to each other? What, like, imagine if all of your conversations were just... The, Shallow. The weather, yeah. Like, the weather outside is crazy today. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is really crazy. Yeah, it's been wild recently. Yeah. Uh, so you saw that, um, you know, this sports team won the game. Yeah, that's cool. Like they're doing better this year. Yeah. It's real nice. All right. Well, can you get back to work? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compared to we come to each other and it's like, Hey, 
living in the past, living in the past is depression. Living in the future is anxiety, and living in the now is positivity and happiness. Yeah, happiness and normality. And it's like it's just so creepy. <laughs> this is the creepiest example. You just walk up on a lunch break, and it's like <clears throat> Michael, right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, living in the past is depression. Living in the future is anxiety. Living in the present moment is true happiness and positivity. Um, I'm going to get back to... Uh, I'm going to back to faxing these files over. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. Like, <laughs> like this is the most <laughs> awkward interaction. But no, like, but like actually like having a conversation and then just kind of... It's, I call it God talk. Me and my homies call it God talk. Yeah. Shout out, like... Two people I really want on this podcast are Johnny Jeffries and No Offense, which I'm rocking Noah's crew neck. Universe University, one of like this is dope as fuck. I love mm-hmm. it. Universe University, like my my college is the universe. Like I'm learning from the universe, but um we call it God Talk. Mm-hmm. You want to have what we're doing right now is literally God Talk. God mm-hmm. Talk is when God Talk is the non-shallow conversations. God Talk is when we link up and we talk about our mindsets and our potential and manifesting things and helping each other grow mm. and viewing life through a, a much deeper perspective than just the surface level of what it is. Mm-hmm. Looking through all the layers and digging deep down and like understanding the true mechanisms and working of people mm-hmm. and just, it's all positive and that's God talk. It's yeah. like, the, it's, that's real conversations that impact you on such an emotional level to where you leave it inspired and you're like, damn, like, my potential is crazy. Your potential is so much more than what you have been trained for it to be. You're trained exactly. to think that your your potential is this high, mm-hmm. when in reality, your potential is this high. But actually, in reality, there is no ceiling to your potential. Your potential is infinite. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not to, like, the cosmos and shit. Like, literally right there. Literally right there. There is no ceiling on your potential, and we're trained to just be stuffed down, and mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're only as good as 9 to 5, and that's all you'll be. Okay, so be a good boy. You graduate school, and then you get back into another school, and you nine to five it or whatever the case may be. And some people have to do it to fund their external purpose Absolutely. or activity, or some people just love to do that, which is fine. Yeah. But it's like your potential is infinite. You can literally do mm-hmm. anything that you want to do, anything. Yeah. And people are trained to be like, well, you can't. And it's like I don't talk to people who think like that because it's not true, and you're in a At fixed all. mindset and. And I don't want to, and, and I've lost friends that way, maybe for the better, but I've had friends in the past who think about, like, like even me, like, they probably have tuned out of the podcast already because it's just going against their beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. There are people who are tapped into the source and people who are not. And mm-hmm. I only want to fuck with people who are tapped into the source mm-hmm. because we can circle around in the conversation and grow and I'm going to drop a gem to you mm-hmm. to where you're like, yeah, that's true. Wow, okay, I never thought about it like that. Okay, so like, you know, you have a goal and then you work towards it mm-hmm. and you just write out a checklist and you can, if you work hard enough, you can achieve that. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who are like, well, no, you can't because you're not naturally talented yeah. and you're not naturally gifted, so it can't be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I don't fuck with anybody who thinks like that. I fuck with only people who believe that you can do anything you want to do mm-hmm. through a plan, hard work, discipline, and having the resources to do so. Absolutely. You can literally do anything you want to do. So yeah. if you don't think like that, I don't even want to talk to you. you know? the, the problem, the problem with that though, which I had to, I I had to, I I recently, um, kind of started stumbling upon this realization along with research that I've done. Um, America, being the capitalistic society that it is, actually trains us at a extremely young age to have that ceiling. So, yeah, for example, going to school, right? Going to school, waking up early, the school bells, the lunch period, leaving at three. That was created by Henry Ford during the Industrial Revolution to manufacture people to work in the factories and already be ready for that cadence. So that as soon as they got out, they'd be able to jump into the factories and they'd respond to waking up early. They'd respond to the lunch bell. They'd respond to the end of the day. They'd already be on that schedule. So we're trained at a very young age to be running through this set schedule. And at this point, it's not spoken about because it's so far ingrained into our society. And then along with that, being a part of a capitalistic society like we are, like Zen Buddhism, Taoism, 
That is not Western philosophy. That's Eastern philosophy. And the reason being is because in a capitalistic society, we're driven by money. Money is money's driven by supply and demand, right? So that's why there's the commercials for Nike and Balenciaga with the rappers and shit like that. Yeah. Because you're trying to achieve... You, you view these celebrities as idols and then you try to achieve what they have because you think once I get there, I will then be happy and that's what you're taught. Money equals happiness. The white, white picket fence family, that only can happen if you get a good job, mm. if you go to school, if you have money, if you get the job that has maybe two, three weeks of vacation time paid. Mm. You can only achieve this level of happiness that we're taught as kids to want. This white picket fence. You want to get married. You want to have a kid or two. Yeah. You want to have a dog. You want to live in a nice suburban neighborhood. American All of that dream. stuff. Yeah, the American dream is taught to you at a young age. And you see that in movies, on TV, any of that. So I, I, had, to, I had to realize that though you're right, you shouldn't associate with people that don't have the same mentality as you or I is toxic. But... You have to realize a lot of it's not coming from a, a stance of, I don't think that you know what you're talking about. It comes from a place of ignorance where they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is because we were raised in America, we don't know any better. And you had to do how much fucking research right. to get to where you're at. Yeah. If you did no research yeah. at all, you'd be in that mindset. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to realize with ex-girlfriends friends shit like that like some people don't know better and when you talk like this because it's so foreign you're a hippie you're crazy yeah. you're weird mm -hmm. i mean pat pat prime example he lost countless amount of friends for being in on this spiritual journey that he's on and i know uh one, one of our one of our close friends like very close friends was ripping on him one day because he was spiritual. He didn't really do drugs anymore. I mean, he, he did drugs, but he didn't like go hardcore anymore. Right. He didn't really drink anymore. He lost a lot of weight from fasting and cold showers and exercise and yoga and meditation. So he's doing all these things that are beneficial. But the person that was talking shit to him when we were all hanging out is somebody who pursues the American dream and thinks anything other than that is taboo. Where... I want this, literally, no joke, I, I have this wife that I'm not happy with, mm -hmm. but I need a wife. Yeah. I have this family that I need to go to the bar and drink to get away from, mm -hmm. but I need this family. I have this house in a part of town that I'm not happy because it's so far off from everybody else, but I need to have a house. I work this job in a factory that I'm not happy working at, but I have to work at this job in the factory to have the benefits and the pay to have this lifestyle that I don't even want. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that, that goes you know, back to fucking the matrix. Like We're ingrained at a young age to be part of the system and to break out of the system is, it requires more work than to not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> it requires more work than, it, than to not break out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I had to change my perspective on that because a lot of these people just don't know any better, mm -hmm. not by choice, but because it's easier to not do the work than to do the work. That's true. And, 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 and to tie on to that, to tag along to that, like, so we're in the situation to where, you know, you said Pat and the toxic friend. Let's just say, like, let's say what, vibe, what vibe does, like, the spiritual person who believes that they can do anything put off? And how do they talk to people compared to the American dream mindset where mm -hmm. it's like, all right, well, like, I'm not happy with my situation, so I'm going to have to talk shit. And, like, you, well, your, your vibe is way too positive for me right now. Let me mm -hmm. talk shit and poke at you, see if I can get you down. And, mm -hmm. like, it works most of the time, which is why they do it. Mm -hmm. And there's such low vibration. Like, their, their way of thinking is so low vibration. It's like, I'm going to poke at you and I'm going to bring you down. And it works sometimes. Mm -hmm. It works for the people who are not truly tapped into the source. Yeah. And it brings them down. And then now they feel, they feel good again sitting on whatever pedestal they're on at that point. But it's like you really had to bring them down to come up as to where the person who's truly tapped in is chilling at the top and brings the others around him up. And so that's how I've lost a lot of friends. It's like I feel in that I, I operate in such a positive, inspired mindset. And I feel 
like love and pure joy and I want everybody around me to feel that and so mm -hmm. I was still hanging out with the friends who didn't think on that level and so me trying to like open up their mind and turn them onto it it just like and then them like lashing back at me and being like that's that's so stupid that's impossible that can't happen it's like just trying to like shoot Damn. down my dreams I'm like no anything is possible and it's like once I cut them out I achieved so much more yeah. And so, like, one thing that I always say, too, another another great thing is to... It, I said good for Pat when he you said he lost countless friends. Good yeah. for him. Good for him. They're not your friends. If you lose them, they're not your friends. Like, you need to operate to where everybody around you in your circle, they're supporting you. Yeah. That's how you can tell your true friends. Mm -hmm. When you're winning, are they celebrating with you? Or are they, like... Or are they quiet? Mm -hmm. Who's your friend, you know? Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with people who are applauding you. Like, let's go. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, oh, absolutely. you just achieved that? That's crazy. Let's go. Even if it's like, even if they're above you and you achieve something minuscule, they're boosting you because it's like Pavlov's dog. Positive reinforcement. It Like, if I'm telling you, yo, that's insane. That's crazy. That's great. Because I know not a lot of people celebrate others' wins. Mm -hmm. So that's what I try to do in life. It's like you, it's like you, or oh, this podcast, like you broke a thousand subscribers. Let's go. Like, oh, I have more than a thousand subscribers. So I'm like, oh shit, he's catching on to me. All right. Yeah, view it from a competitive like, standpoint. Hell fucking no. It's like, you're winning, let's go. We're winning. Mm -hmm. We're winning. We're a team. We're all a team. Anybody who thinks in that mindset and we all grow together, I'm bringing you up and we're coming. We're a team. Absolutely. And, like, the problem with most teachers, they say the teacher should never surpass the student, but, like, most teachers are like, okay, okay, okay hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm right here and I'm going to bring you up. Like, let's go. You're my students. And then it's like, okay, like, once you get to here and you're, like, right up there with the teacher, it's like, all right, okay, hold on. I'm going to, like, make sure you stay down. Mm -hmm. It's like most teachers don't be like, all right, well, I'm, like, it's going to be a point to where, like, I can't do this anymore, so you keep going. Like, keep going, keep going. How far can you take this? And it's like, damn. As a teacher, you need to sit back and then be like, I'm responsible for that. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a huge place to be, too. Absolutely. To where you can be God talk. You can be the positive. You, you think anything is possible. Mm -hmm. You can be that, but you can be toxic to the sense to where I don't want you to, I don't want anybody around me to be above me. It's like, no. If you're smart, you want everybody around you to be better than you because mm -hmm. you're all winning and you learn from the way they think as well. Absolutely. Like you're going to achieve in your path. We have two individual paths and we can think about the same things and study the same things and our paths are completely different and you're going to learn so many different gems than I will. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come back every now and again in our paths. Like these are our paths and they're going crazy and at certain points we're going to like reconnect and like talk and mm -hmm. conversate. This is what I learned on this portion of my journey. Oh, this is what I learned on my portion of the journey. I was like, damn, wow. Okay, that's good to know. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to keep that in the bag. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I got that. You learned gems. I love gems, superpowers, whatever it is. Like, on my journey, I learned that forgiveness is key. Like, you have to, oh, you, you're holding a grudge against that person? Well, that's why you feel this way. You have to truly forgive them. You don't have to forget about what they did, but forgive them. Forgive them in your mind and heart and understand, be empathetic that they did that because that they were raised a certain way and mm -hmm. they were trained to think that this is not a thing. Yeah. And this is how I had to be with my old friends. They were trained to think that, you know, you can't say anything is possible because that's not that's not realistic when it is. But forgive them. Like that's what that's that's their beliefs. They weren't trying to like knock you down and belittle you. Mm -hmm. That's just their beliefs and that's how they were grown up. And I tell they you They were that. looking out for you. If exactly. Anything. They were sure they were looking out for in you. In their in their own perspective. Exactly, yeah. They don't they, want, they want to make sure you don't go off the rail and like Screw yourself over Because yeah. they don't know Any don't better know. I'll get back to the ignorance mm -hmm. And so like I tell you that And you have not thought In that way yet You're like Damn So like That's why I'm feeling Like this I was holding resentment Against this person Let me see if I can Find it in me to forgive them And maybe even talk to them again And you reach out And you're like Damn you're kind of cool Okay yeah. word We've like squashed that Whew. Wow I feel so much better Everything takes on A different shade You feel so much more Positive and like loving because Absolutely. you're no longer holding this little black ball of negative energy in you. That is now emitted and is now positivity embodying your whole spirit. Mm -hmm. We go along our paths. We reunite. You say to me, and this, this time that we reunited on our different paths, you learned something that I've never heard before. You said, hey, Marco, like, you, you will never believe what I just learned. And I'm like, what? And, you're like, and, and you say to me, I learned that if I just repeat the thing out loud several times it gets embodied into my subconscious and when you fall asleep you dream about it and then when you wake up it's there it's the first thing you think about and you start to 
subconsciously work towards the goal and I was able to achieve this, this, and that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, really? No, no way. And you're like, no, I, I, no, try it. Try it this time around. And so now this time on my journey, and we separate, we go on our journeys, this time on my journey, I, I embody that. And I, like, we're just leveling up. Each time we reunite, God talk. Mm -hmm. We learn, like, we drop gems to each other, and we learn a lot, and then we go back on our journeys. Mm -hmm. And we each should be on our own journey. That's the thing, too. Like, yeah. a lot of people get into relationships to avoid the journey. It's like, well, I don't feel happy with myself. I need to, like... We're going to date each other and complete each other and just, like, waste time together. It's like, yeah. hold up. You need to be fulfilling your own purpose in life. And then at some point, it's going to happen naturally where you're going to meet another person who's fulfilling their purpose in life. Mm -hmm. And you guys grow together. And that's how I think it should be. And so we each are on our own journey in life. <coughs> and that's why I want to be surrounded and only talk to people who can have the God talk, to people who are positive like that yeah. and encouraging and loving. Because we come together, we drop gems. So many gems, like, in this podcast have been dropped already. Mm -hmm. Powerful, like, superpowers of life. Mm -hmm. And people, if they start embodying this, because me and you have studied the same things and different things. Yeah. And we're both so knowledgeable in those things. Yeah. And now we come together, and I tell you my perspective, and I talk to you, and you tell me my, or you tell me your perspective, and you talk to me about that. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get so much more knowledge, and you get so much more knowledge, and then we continue on our paths working towards our goals and fulfilling our purpose in life mm. and we grow like from a conversation that's Absolutely. why I'm saying people change so quickly yeah this one conversation we're having today is gonna change the way we act we act tomorrow absolutely because we're both walking away with different views on different things exactly than when we walked in and we're sharing it we're mm -hmm. sharing it it's not like we have different views and you're like and you're like well this is what I think about this and I'm like no that's not true it's not what I think about that mm -hmm. it's like no it's like okay well explain that damn really Oh, shit. Okay. Be open-minded enough to receive new information. Yeah, absolutely. That's the problem with a lot of goats I see, too. Like, I don't think of myself better than anybody, but it's like a lot of people who I look up to are close-minded. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they've they're gotten open-minded to a point to where they are <coughs> at the level they're at, but it's like, okay, now it's your way or no way. Mm -hmm. You're not open-minded enough to receive information from a six-year-old kid. A six-year-old kid can teach you things. It's absolutely. like, be open-minded enough to to unlock that new bit of information and knowledge. Yeah. Like, people think differently. Mm -hmm. You have to stay open-minded. The problem with a lot of people who are even on the God Talk level is they it's, it's the way they think or no way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that can be deba debatably what I think as well, but I try to stay in a place to where I'm completely open to any information. Yeah, you'll accept the information exactly. and then filter if need to be. Yeah, and another superpower is listening more than you talk. A lot of people, when they reach the level or whatever, mm. it's like they're just talking for days. Talking, talking, talking. It's like and then at a certain point, people aren't listening, and you're still talking. Well, you're wasting your energy. You're wasting your breath. You're, you're giving gems. Like, you're, you're giving gems to somebody who's not even listening to closed ears. There's a quote somewhere that I forgot, but it, it preaches on not talking. It's Jordan Peterson. Mm -hmm. And I forget exactly what he says, but it's like you're you're um wasting your you're wasting your energy or something like that mm -hmm. like conserve your energy if i'm just giving gems out to somebody who doesn't want to hear gems i'm wasting my energy conserve that energy and use it in myself or use it on somebody else who wants that yeah exactly and that's tying back to the thing about the the friends with the small i call it let's say a small town mindset or something yeah. right small town mindset to where it's like you you have a ceiling to the way you think mm -hmm. and um you know, I've lost friends because I'm wasting my energy talking to them. And they're like, no, nah, I'm not hearing that shit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now I get offended. And I take it personally because you don't want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. No, it's just like, understand that they don't want to hear what you want to say and move on. Surround yourself with people who do want to hear it. Yeah. And it's going to hurt getting rid of people who are, you know, you're close to and you grew up with them, but they think a different way than you. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt but it's going to make you grow as a person. Absolutely. Like in Naruto, you have to, this is a metaphor, I'm not saying this, but in Naruto, you have to kill someone who you love to unlock, as an Uchiha, to unlock a Sharingan, which a Sharingan is a superpower to where your eyes turn red with these little commas or whatever in them. Mm. Your eyes turn red. And once you unlock your Sharingan, it's from killing a family member or a close friend who you love. Mm -hmm. You kill them, you unlock the Sharingan. Now you have a superpower to where you can mimic the other's moves um, and then it gets deeper as you go on the Mangekyo Sharingan, the eternal Mangekyo Sharingan. And it's all from killing someone who you love. Mm. And the metaphor for that is 
getting rid of the toxic people in your life who are just negative, negatively shutting down your open-minded ideas, your way of thinking that you can do whatever you want to do, and they're like, no, you can't do whatever you want to do. That doesn't make sense. You're not Stupid. naturally gifted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to metaphorically kill them, unlock that Mangekyo Sharingan, unlock that Sharingan, and then you're going to grow and level up just from that because no, no longer do you have an external force that's beating down at the way you think. Now you only are surrounded by people who are like, Word, that could definitely happen. Oh, I have that, like, you to me. Oh, I have this vision of doing a podcast that's going to become globally successful and I'm going to have, like, very big celebrities on the podcast and the podcast is going to grow to be one of the greatest podcasts in the world. Mm -hmm. And I look at you in the eyes. And if you can look at me in the eyes and say that with a straight face, I go, Word, that will happen. Like, I could, I could see in just the way you look at me. And one of the dudes from Shark Tank, uh, the guy who owns the basketball team, you know what I'm talking about? Teddy Cruz. Teddy Cruz. It's like, he's, he talks about how what he does in a business transaction is like, they'll sell him the thing and he'll look at their eyes. And if they have terrible eye contact, they'll like they'll, they'll, uh, they'll disregard it. It's like, okay, I'm not going to buy your idea. I'm not going to invest in it because you don't, you don't believe, believe in it. it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's how I look at you. If you can look at me in my eyes and say what you truly believe in life, mm -hmm. Like, I can look at you in the eyes and say that I'm going to work as hard as I can for the rest of my life and become the greatest drummer, mm -hmm. right? And I can look at you in your eyes and tell you that and believe it. You look at me back and like, damn. Like, you can feel that energy. Yeah, exactly. The toxic You people, believe what you're saying. You believe what you're saying. Exactly. You truly believe it. That's the key. You can talk all you want, but mm -hmm. do you believe in what you're saying? Or are you just talking because you like the way it sounds? Yeah, exactly. Right? And there's a big difference mm -hmm. in that. Yeah, so the goal is to surround yourself with people who are like, you tell me that, that you're going to have the greatest podcast in the world, and I can be like, you will. I believe you will. Mm. And that's the power of manifestation, too. You speak it out to existence so other ears hear it, and then they can agree with you and, mm. and, and, and nod and acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. okay, word. And they can support you through it. They'll tell their friends, yo, you got to check out this podcast. Like, this is going to be big one day, yeah. and, that, and it's going to start growing. Just because you believe in it so much and you're exactly. speaking it into existence. Mm -hmm. And that's how anything in life works. Absolutely. You manifested it. Yeah. And that's honestly the, bi the biggest thing, in my opinion, is being able to say with a straight face what your intention is in something. Because I've, I've seen it in both ways, right? I've seen it where friends of mine have been like, um, I'm going to make up an example so I'm not you know, saying anything about anyone. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be... Um, a professional musician, right? I, I have friends who say something something along those lines. But when they say it, it's like this. Like, yeah, I'm going to... Or I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And they're, like, kind of looking around the whole time, but not looking at you. Yeah. But then you know when they're looking at you and they say something... And even something, like, m minuscule, like, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to buy this pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. They can make that eye contact. Yeah. But when they're talking about this big ticket thing that they don't even believe in, they'll break eye contact consistently. There is no eye contact or very, very minimal eye contact. Yeah. And you can tell that difference. And that's, that's, again, that's body language. I mean, body language is huge. You can't block, you can't block all your body language, the, the, even if you try hard. Like if I'm about to tell you something and I don't believe it and I know the eye, can't, eye contact thing, I still won't be able to maintain eye contact. Yeah. I'll still... Something. Yeah, like a little Still, micro. Something. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm going to, right? Yes, like, yeah, exactly. Gonna, and There's the, always and, those little tells. And the type of friend that I am, and this is the people who I, I behave how I want to be treated. So it's like the people who I want to be surrounded by, I want them to do this. How I would behave is like, let's do an example. So it's like, tell, tell, me, tell me the thing and like do the no eye contact thing. This is the kind of friend that I am. I'm going to have the biggest podcast in the world, hands down. Do you truly believe that you're going to have the biggest podcast in the world? Absolutely. You keep looking away when you say that. I, like, do you truly feel in your, you truly feel in your heart that you're going to have the biggest podcast? Yes. And it's like you have to be like, you have to be like, and then I would break it down. I'd be like, so like, you are looking. You keep looking away every time you say that, and I notice that. And like, so I feel like there's an ounce of doubt there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's like you need to truly believe that. It's like I need you to look at me in my fucking soul and tell me that you're going to have the greatest podcast. And it's like. What I want to do as, a, as your friend, as your brother, as your family, is fucking drill it into your mind mm -hmm. and have you on such a God-level mentality. You're just like, 
fuck yeah. Like, like inspire you so much where it's like, are you going to fucking do it or not? Are you doing it or no? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yes, I'm going to do it. I will do it. I will do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I will do everything that I can. And I know you will because I've seen you been putting in the work. It's like, I will do everything that I can to have the greatest podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. There's not one thing that I could have done that I didn't do. I'm going to do everything that I can to accomplish the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, that's what I want to hear. Exactly. Whole different energy to it than like, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the thing. It's and like, that's honestly what you're talking about right now is I want to say probably the hardest thing to do. Right? Because that goes back to like how we were talking earlier in the podcast, the silence, right? But what you're doing right now is such an abrasive thing that it's uncomfortable, right? You're checking somebody's Morals. tonality, moral, yeah. everything. And you're essentially mm-hmm. breaking them apart as a human, like yeah. psychologically, yeah. to a point where it's like, I know you don't believe what you're saying, but I want you to believe what you're saying because I want this for you. Yes. And to be able to bring somebody to that next level is something that nobody really does. She gets uncomfortable. You lose Absolutely. Friend, you lose friends that way. Yeah, because it's, learned- it's abrasive. And unless someone's open to it and able to handle it, mm-hmm. it's, it's uncomfortable. It's and people back to the whole teaching of Taoism, 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 yeah. wow. Taoism <laughs> and the Buddhism and everything, people don't want to do things that make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So they'd rather stay at a lower level but be comfortable than level up and risk being uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's the problem with everybody. Yeah. The, like sitting in the comfortability and mm-hmm. like, oh, this feels so good. Like, yeah. Just like, oh, it's so comfortable. I mean, I, how many people do you know, right, that have a nine to five and are genuinely happy in that nine to five? Not in life, but in that nine to five. Versus where? how many people do you know who have a nine to five and they say, I got to fucking go to work. Uh, oh, I got a Monday. F- yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like literally hate an entire, hate an entire day of the week yep. because of your job. Yeah. The whole day, all Monday, you hate the day out of seven days. You only like six of them, mm-hmm. barely. Mm-hmm. And it's because of work. Mm-hmm. Like you'd rather sit in the comfort of knowing you have a safety net financially, then possibly risk that safety net to level up and do something that you're happy with. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest problem with the majority of society today. And that's why more people like you need to be present in the world to be able to help people achieve their dreams. That goes back to Buddha. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to agree with what you're teaching, yeah. but at the end of the day, what you're talking about, what you're teaching is so important that the people that are open to it are going to listen. And those that aren't will understand it at some point. Will it be too late? Will it not? Who knows? But eventually it'll resonate. And usually those are those deathbed conversations, right? Yeah. Those, oh, oh man, I, I wish. wish. Yeah. yeah. And there was actually, I believe, who is it? Um, it's an actor. An actor was actually saying this. I heard it recently. He goes, when you're on your deathbed, there's going to be, imagine there's going to be six versions of you, all what you could have been. Mm-hmm. And each of them never came to fruition because you never went that extra mile to go into a direction that you were actually happy with. And you just maintained that comfortable life that you had, but you didn't pursue your dreams yep i know what you're talking about i forgot who it was that said it but that really spoke to me those deathbed confessions in general really scare the shit out of me to the point where that's another driving factor for myself Mm -hmm. is i want to live a life of no regrets right none and to think that i have an idea which is why i mean you see me i'm i got my hands in like eight different pots at a time yeah right i'm cooking here I'm making edibles here. I'm doing a podcast here. Yeah. I'm doing sales here. I'm trying to be a manager at a, at a store here. Like, I got my hand in like 18 different pots. Why? Because mm-hmm. I want to know what I want to do yeah. instead of thinking, what if I did it? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I do that. And that's the, honestly, it's a huge driving force into why I do what I do. 
And a lot of people don't realize that until they're there. And that is the saddest thing. Imagine if you never pursued drumming, but you always loved drumming. And then when you're about to die, you think to yourself, I wonder what my life would have been like yeah. if I just pursued drumming as hard as I could. I wonder what my life would have been like if I took that gig instead of not going so that I could go work instead mm -hmm. or so I could go hang out with the boys. You know what I'm saying? I do. And that's, that's such a scary thing to think about. And that, those are the things that are going to stay with you. Those what ifs, those pat living in the past, like these people who do have the depression and all that, they'll live in the past and they'll be on their deathbed. Because on your deathbed, what, you're, what are you doing? You're thinking back on your life. Yeah. You're literally, oh, that, oh, that. And you're going to be like, oh, I wonder what would have happened if I did this, if I talked to this person. And you can't now. Yeah. Too late. Yep. And that's the worst thing. Betty White did it right. Betty White did it right. Betty White did it right. <laughs> she lived her fucking life. She died at 99 and 51 weeks. And she accomplished every fucking thing. Model, actress, TV star. Killed it. Everything. Killed it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, anybody can achieve that level of fame, stardom, whatever you want. Because at the end of the day, when you're talking about what you're talking about, when you're living the life you want to live, you're going to touch people you didn't think you could touch. Mm. And it's just insane to think that that's such, such a reachable possibility. It is. Yeah. I think, um, the, I don't know if it's the same person, but what you were talking about, about the deathbed scenario, mm -hmm. Goggins talks about that. Oh, really? You study Goggins a lot? Yeah, I listen to Goggins. Goggins. Not a lot, but I, yeah. One of the things he says is, uh, I don't know if it's deathbed or when you get to heaven, but I think heaven. it's when you get to heaven. Yes. And you get to heaven and there's the board full of like accomplishments. And mm -hmm. you're like, what's that? It's like, these are all the things that you could have done in life, but you did. Like, this is who you could have been, but you chose to not do any of that. Like, it's like, you could have been all of this. These are all your achievements. But because you chose to sit in comfortability, you didn't achieve any of those things. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is who you could have been. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to get to Heaven's Gates or whatever you believe in mm -hmm. and see, like, what you could... Imagine seeing that. Ooh. Imagine seeing what you could have been, and that's a fact. Mm -hmm. If you did this thing and you did and, and worked through here and achieved this journey, you could have been this, mm -hmm. right? You could have been the President of the United States of America. Imagine mm -hmm. that on your list. And you were just, like, working at, like, I don't know, Xerox for your whole life. Mm -hmm. And you're like, fuck, what? Really? It's like, and then you start thinking, like, where did I go wrong? And that's when you start thinking about, like, the what if or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And that's so That's powerful scary. as fuck. It's scary, but it's inspirational. Absolutely. Because we're still living, yes. right? We still have the ability to do it. And that's how I like to flip everything positive. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like, damn, that's scary as fuck. Like, that's where the conversation would end for a small-minded thinker. It's like, mm -hmm. damn, that shit's scary as fuck to think like that. Wow. But, like, let's turn it around and be positive. Like, mm -hmm. mm, is it scary as fuck? It should be inspiring because that board is up there still. And all of those potential things that you could be are still on the board. No, it's scary as fuck to think that people go through life doing that. That's terrifying. But, yes. like, it's not scary for someone who realizes it. Mm -hmm. But it's scary to think that there are people that get to that point. You can't control them, though. No, you can't. So I'm not really scared. I'm not really scared. I feel bad for him. Do well. You don't have to do what you. This is this is your purpose, and then I feel like this is everybody's purpose. If everybody can tap into this, it's like, do what you can do to open up everybody's mind to that scenario. Mm -hmm. It's like you got it. Like, see, do you even know your potential? Like, bro, you are so talented. You're so gifted. You do this so well. You understand? Like, what do you really want to do in life? I love having those talks with people. That's God talk as well. Mm -hmm. Like having those talks with people. Like, what do you? What What makes you happy D deep down? If money didn't exist. Mm -hmm. What makes you happy? What would you be doing if, you know, if money wasn't a real thing? The answer they give you is what they should be doing in life. Not a lot of people know the answer to that. And that, that right there is a problem. They don't understand the true passion or the true calling. No. And that's like a weird conversation. That, that's because a, that's, that's a supposed to that, find you. Yes. You but I feel like, it. I feel like, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I can only speak for myself. With me, it was a... It was a, a moment of my entirety being broken apart for me to realize what I wanted to do. But up until that point, I had no idea. 
<clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. after the conversation with Pat, then I was like, <clears throat> I was like, something's missing. Something's missing. And then you came along and guided me mm-hmm. in the direction I needed to go. Yeah. Without that's... those two things happening, I can't, I can't positively say that I would be here right now doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a fact. It's a fact. Exactly. That's fucking just extremely powerful to hear <clears throat> from my big brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fucking very powerful. That's Learn from each other. Yeah. Which is like, we're both each other's big brother in a way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's, so, that's just so powerful. That's like very emotional. But it's true. Like just the, the little things in life. It's, this is another interesting way to look at life. The little things in life like can affect like whether you decide to take a sip like for me right now whether I decide to take a sip from this or this will affect the rest of my life and yeah. it's like will it? no it won't well let's think about it like like on a term of a health level like if I take a sip from this like this this energy drink or this carbonated drink like mm-hmm. that could be bad for my health and then I can start to develop a tumor I get cancer and I die mm-hmm on a grand scale. It's like the butterfly yeah. flaps its wings. Exactly. And then a tornado happens or a, or a tsunami happens. Yeah. The wing of effect. If I drink this water and it's contaminated with some sort of a poison or whatever, some something from the water bottle is leaking into the water and I drink it and I'll have that chemical in me and say, well, in that scenario, I'm fucked both ways. I die. <laughs> I die at the end of each, <laughs> in each scenario. But, <laughs> but, Whatever your choice is, it affects the rest of your life, and that's how yeah. I think of every situation. And that's why it's important to not bask in the what if and just say fuck it and do it. Yeah. Fuck it. Hundred percent. Fuck it. Try it. Do it. Fuck it. You literally moved to Austin. You just like dropped your drop everything. You just like let's fucking go Austin. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. And it's better to experience it and understand like what happened, and then like come back or stay there or move to somewhere else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe we'll go to a different country next. I don't know, but. I'm doing it. Like, compared to the person just, you know, sitting at home, like, popcorn, beer, and the game on, they're like, man, I'm going to move here one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they stay there the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And then they get to heaven, and they see the list, or whatever it is, and they see the list, and it's like, nah. no. And imagine, like, looking at, like, God or whoever in their eyes, but no, dude, what? <laughs> Are you joking? That? No. Nah. Like, that's not realistic. I couldn't. God's like, what's realistic? Well, it's, you know, it's. Something that, you know, uh, what is the, the fact that I don't know the definition of realistic, I'm so proud of myself because realistic isn't the real thing. Realistic is perspective based. It's perspective based, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you got to get to the point where everything is realistic. Everything is realistic. That's why. I hate that word. Like it's so unattractive, but because realistic is putting a ceiling on the potential Mm -hmm. of yourself. It's like, well, you know, I would, I would become president of the United States or, you know, I would, I would become a doctor, but that's not realistic. Like I don't have, I don't have eight years. Well. You don't know. Like, try it. Yeah, know. exactly. You can literally do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. So realistic is such an ugly word to me, but I don't know. I love this riffing, like, just, like, going off on a tangent. But it's, like, a lot of people are just, like, small-minded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's good and bad. Like, the yin and yang of Taoism. It's, it's, it's good and bad because you need small-minded people in order to operate, like, the whatever useless jobs or I don't know like we need those people in life yeah absolutely they're and crucial to society it sounds so shitty to say though it, it's true but it's true we <clears throat> literally need them yeah. and you know what would be better if the people who were doing those jobs were stoked as fuck and they were happy and they were like every inter- imagine like if you went to the grocery store and like the cashier's like like whenever I go to get fast food mm-hmm. and it's like that's toxic but whenever I go to get fast food it's, <laughs> it's like I get to the window and it's always like how can I help you and I just go Hey, how you doing? How you doing today? And like, just like, like it's like, snap out of it. Cause most interactions through a drive-through are, what can I get for you? And they're just like quarter pounder, large fries, and uh, large coke. I uh, would be <laughs> yelling at would him. Be anything else? And then, cause I worked at fast food in high school. Yeah. It's like anything else? Uh, nope. All right, pull up to win to the next window. Your total is four seventy-five. Compared to like how I approach like the drive-through and like mm. it's like this is, like you you drive up and it's like uh, what can I get you? I'm like how you doing today? It's like oh I'm doing very good. How you doing today? I'm doing amazing, thank you. Wow. And then like the the response you get like oh okay okay uh, what can I get for you today? And it's like the whole interaction is flipped and mm. now they're in such a good mindset and they're such a good mood and like you might have made their day even by Absolutely. asking them how they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, damn, nobody, because most people are coming through and being dicks. Mm -hmm. Or just not get, like, that's a human being you're talking to. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, you drive through and, like, <clears throat> how are you doing? It's like, and even if they're like, nah, I'm living day by day, huh, little chuckles. Like, even that, you just, like. You chuckle. Yeah, it's like, you, 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 you didn't make his day, but, like, that's a cool interaction. And it's like, that's better than just getting an order yelled at you like you're a robot or a machine. Right, exactly. So it's like. If everybody who is doing those jobs that not everybody wants to do, if they're doing it in like a cool little mindset, positive, they're loving it. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta love what you do. You gotta do everything you do, the best you could do. Like the four agreements, do your best, everything that it is. So we do Absolutely. need those people to do the jobs that we don't necessarily want to do. Everybody wants to do different things. Mm -hmm. So you know you gotta understand your potential is infinite, but do everything you're doing regardless, with love and with your best effort, and as best you could be. Like. That that is an optimal world right there. I believe it doesn't have to be perfect, but if everybody treated everybody like, like, if I just gave you love and then you gave me love back, it's like, damn, well, like this world's not that bad of a place, and you can spread the love. It's like domino effect. Mm -hmm. Like you pay for the order behind you, and then like that order pays for the order behind them. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever the case may be, it's like domino effect of love and positivity, and like just how good your day is, mm -hmm. just receiving that love for somebody. Like, imagine, like, you're just walking. Like, I do these interactions all the time because I want to be that person, too. Mm -hmm. It's like you're walking you're walking in the mall. Someone's walking past you, and they're like, yo, dope hoodie. It's like, damn, thanks. Keep walking. Oh, he didn't want anything from you. She didn't want anything from you. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to compliment you, and you're just like, okay. Nice. All right, cool. And now you're just, the rest of the day, like, you, you were, like, mundane going through. I love that hoodie. Oh, thanks, man. And then if you want to even one-up them, thanks. I fucking love your shoes. Hey, good looks, good looks, cool. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Have a great day. Boom. Rest of both, yeah. Both of your days are going to be goaded after that, like going to have the best mm -hmm. day of your life maybe. Absolutely. And that's what you got to approach every day like is the best day of your life mm -hmm. and treat everybody like that because it's going to be the best day ever. One-up your, one your last day. Mm -hmm. And that's how, you, that's how I feel like I'm at, the, I'm at the point where I'm operating on 99% positivity Every day it's That's like, a phenomenal way To go about it Exactly yeah Just like every interaction We're both growing from it We're both mm -hmm. leveling up In every meter Love Positivity Positivity Inspiration Hard work Like these are all things That I try to keep full In my life mm -hmm. And it's like You do need the occasional Like fucking kick down You know You need that occasional Like life knocks you down Just so you can like Touch of chaos Yeah A touch of chaos Just so you can like Damn Reflect a little bit See why that happened And get back up And dust yourself off mm -hmm. And now like You're ready to go If that happens again I understand what I'm gonna do Like yeah. Like life through a fucking Life through a, Some straights And you're like Cool I got that I understand that And then like Grab the back of your head And do a knee to your face And you're like And you're, like, and you're on the ground And you're like Alright cool So when the hand This is all metaphor So when the hands Come around the back of my neck I need to Like scoop out of that And mm -hmm. get out of there So now I know what to do Next time This happens in life Yeah Turn all the L's you take, all the losses, all the L's into lessons, and you grow. And you learn. That's why life is so cool. Life is like a video game. It is. Life is literally a video Best game. Best analogy, hands down. Yeah, and that's how, that's, how, that's how you can love life as well. Treat it like people love to play video games, and they're doing, like, create a player, and then you, like, get that player, though. You get that player a little bit nicer and, like, get the bars up. Mm -hmm. That's you in real life. Exactly. In every aspect. 100%. So, <clears throat> for the people watching the podcast... What's one piece of advice that you'd want to give anybody watching this who's maybe pursuing a dream, who's maybe struggling with friends who are a little more negative? What advice would you give somebody going through that? Oh, damn, there's so much advice. It's like the gems that we dropped in the podcast already are like, apply all of that, first of all. But I mean, that they have toxic friends. Um, this is so cutthroat, but get rid of the toxic friends. Like, get get rid of anybody around you who is spreading negativity. Mm. If you can, like, I've lost friends. This is how you can get rid of them, too. Try to change them. Mm. Try to change them. You shouldn't be trying to change anybody because everybody is exactly who they are mm. and, like, who they're supposed to be. But, like, try to open their mind up. And either their mind is going to open up and you can stay friends with them and they're going to encourage you and you're going to hype each other up. Yeah. Because I've had that happen before. Or you doing that is going to turn them off and then you guys are going to you know, grow apart, and it's better for you because you don't have that leech on you that's spreading the, ne 
that is giving you negativity. Mm-hmm. So I would say get rid of your toxic friends. Surround yourself with people who support you and inspire you and encourage you to follow your dreams and to chase your dreams and goals. Mm. So make sure your circle is positive and everybody's building each other up. It's going to make for a better environment while you're on your journey mm-hmm. and trying to achieve whatever that may be. And, uh, you know, like set the goal. Like you can you can speak it into existence. Have Have your goals. Like this is what I do. Have your goals for the year, right? Mm-hmm. You got a five-year goal, one-year <clears throat> goal, monthly goals, and then weekly goals. And it's mm-hmm. like, I have my yearly goals, and I and 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 every week I'm gonna do little things to accomplish that goal, yeah. that major goal. So split your big goal up into smaller goals, into smaller goals. Yeah. And you're reverse gonna, engineer it. Exactly, reverse engineer it, and work your way back up to achieve that big thing. Yeah. And so that's what I say to anybody chasing whatever they want to do. It's like, understand what your true goal is what the main goal is or the few main goals mm-hmm. reverse engineer them and then that's like that's literally the path you're going to take and it's not going to be exactly how you draw it there might be a little curve back down here it's not going to be exactly how you draw it mm-hmm. and that's where darwinism kicks in and adapting to change mm-hmm. but it's like get in the mindset to where even if something goes not exactly as planned you work with it you roll with it it's like that's Taoism as well Taoism is you're not going against the current. You're going right with the flow. You, like, let go. Mm-hmm. Let go. That's such, that's such a hard thing that I had to learn. I, I was trying to control everything, and this didn't go exactly how I wanted. Yeah. Learn to let go. So, you know, you have your goals, and you, you reverse engineer it. But now that you have the plan, you have a rough draft. Kind of like how we did the podcast. And, like, you, like, have, like, the general topics. And we hit a few of them, but it's, like, go with the flow. It's going to make it more natural, more inspiring. And you might hit shit that you weren't sure that you were going to hit before yeah and so learn how to go with the flow with it and adapt and check these boxes off and you're going to get to the main goal speak it out into existence every day really believe it mm-hmm. envision yourself doing it and work hard on the little things that is going to amount to the big thing that it is i think that's an amazing way to tackle whatever it is whatever goal you have do those things toxic friends get rid of them Replace them with positive friends. Find the big goal. Reverse engineer it. Work towards the big goal. And whatever switches happen, go with the flow. Adapt to it. You're still working your way up. Not exactly how you envisioned. Get to the top. Achieve the goal. Celebrate real quick. Victory. That Mm -hmm. feels so good when you achieve a goal in life like that. Yeah. Fuck, that's huge. Celebrate a little bit. Pop a bottle. and like, (laughs) (laughs) We get to like take a moment to enjoy it another thing I had to learn because like it'd be constantly like, okay I hit that goal now what's next hit the goal chill for a little bit and like reflect like think about how you did that mm-hmm. congratulate yourself like sit there for a little bit the job's finally finished sit there for a little bit celebrate back to it what's the next goal that's mm-hmm. the best way to approach it I like that and then to end it what's one thing from today's episode that you really want to hammer home to the people listening, one thing you want them to take away from today's episode that you talked about, that we talked about, whatever. One thing. Um. Wow. One thing is so difficult because there's two things that come to my mind. You get two, two things, though. Listen more than you talk. The second thing is don't think realistically. Realistic is not a real word, you know? Take that out of your vocabulary. Listen more than you talk, and don't set a ceiling for yourself. You can literally do anything. Like, what if it's way better than you could have ever imagined? Like, damn, I thought it was going to be like this, but it's like this. Exactly. Like, holy yeah. shit, that's how I feel right now. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm living in a music studio mm-hmm. with other musicians who are also full-time with it. It's like, yeah. damn, what if it's much better than you could have ever imagined? Mm-hmm. You know? Don't set a ceiling for yourself. There is literally no ceiling. Literally. You only, you like, shoot for the stars and land on the moon or whatever. It's like... Yeah. Whatever it is, there is no ceiling at all. Don't put a ceiling on yourself. Don't be realistic with your thinking. That's it. That's what I would say. I like that. So, real quick before we end it, I want to, uh, I want you to plug your album, so people know what to look for and where to look for it. So, uh, where can we find your album? You can find my album anywhere, anywhere. It's I think it's on all streaming platforms. It's called. A journey through space and time, which are two things I love a lot, which is true. And it's um, 
it's kind of like a thematic album that starts how do i explain this it's like a movie mm -hmm. so there's the intro opening scene and then you continue the first half of it and we're going on a little journey and this is kind of representing my life in a way i have little interludes of me when i was like a little boy on fiesta road mm -hmm. just a young kid um and so the intro the opening scene some scenes of the movie and then you get to the halfway point like i loved you and then it goes to the next song and then it works back the second half and we get all the way down to um the 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 credits mm -hmm. and then thank you mm -hmm. and it's like and the thank you is a very special i guess song mm -hmm. thank you is it's like an eight minute track where i thank everybody on the album everybody who's impacted my life not everybody but people who came to mind and like there's so many people who have affected my life but the album means so much to me and i have some special people on the album <coughs> people i look up to big brothers and um, yeah, it's like a little movie of an album, and it's meant to be listened to, like, sequentially mm -hmm. to the very end. That's what's one of those albums, A Journey Through Space and Time. And I'm working on my second one right now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, we're going to make sure to have the just Marco's album in the description so that you guys can just click the link and go to any of the platforms, all the platforms. I wanted to thank you for coming on today, making the time to chop it up with me. Uh, that was a fantastic, fantastic episode. And I want all you guys watching today, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Any questions you have, feel free to put it in the comments. DM me, DM Marco, whatever. Any questions you guys have, we'll bring them back on, and we'll be able to talk about those topics next. Thanks for watching.